From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and right. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, happy Monday, everybody. And welcome to another start of another great week here on In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. I am your baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks, as well as your host and tour guide, through the even wackier world of Joe Biden's America. And believe you me, folks, this one today is a real cherry on top of a very twisted Sunday. Ugh, mercy. Anyway, before we get into really the hot story over the weekend, which was the Chinese spy balloon that flew over the pretty much the entire country, uh, hey, give us a shout out. Send us email with comments, questions at inblackandright at gmail.com or check out our website, inblackandright.net. Well, folks, we've got a lot to cover, so let's get going. Now, of course, the big story over the, over the past few days was the Chinese spy balloon that flew pretty much all over the country and over the weekend was shot down off the coast of South Carolina near Myrtle Beach. Now, the fact that how the heck did this balloon get all the way across the country? I mean, that's enough of a question that deserves a whole lot of answers. And the congressional inquiries need to start like, oh, I don't know, yesterday, pardon me, into doing this. But yeah. Now, and it was really kind of funny over the weekend. Last night, I was spending the evening with some friends, and one of them asked me, well, what am I going to talk about today? Oh, Monday. I said, well, what's the only thing to talk about? It's the Chinese spy balloon. Now, I knew instinctively there was more to the story uh, than the mainstream media uh, let on. So I thought, okay, let's wait until tomorrow. Let me gather up some more information. And oh boy, I'm glad I waited. Because, my goodness, there are so many questions about this thing that just demand answers. I mean, not just, oh, well, hey, why don't you tell us about this? No. It demands answers. And it's... And, and the more I found out, I mean, this week, yeah, we have tomorrow night is the State of the Union, but the day after that, this Wednesday, is when Congressman Jim Comer and the Oversight Committee starts its inquiry into Hunter Biden's laptop from hell. So I thought, hmm, okay, this is interesting. So as I'm gathering little pieces here and there, now last week, last Friday, the Financial Times of London had on its front page, on the bottom fold, Ant- Secretary of State Antony Blinken's trip to Beijing to get all kind of cuddly and cozy and with uh, President Xi and you know thawing out relations with the Chinese and blah, 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 blah. But yet, the whole thing about the balloon was going on almost at the same time because Last Friday, the 27th of 
uh, January, the Financial Times story came out. Now, on the 28th of January, that's Saturday, apparently that's when the Chinese spy balloon was first spotted over the Aleutian Island chain in Alaska. Now, the timing of this seems really kind of, kind of skunky. Because now, if you start on the 28th, that last Saturday, and, and the Pierce the Balloon, it's been spotted over the Aleutians. Why in the sand hell did it even get as far as it did? We have Elmendorf Air Force Base in Alaska. Interceptors could have been immediately launched and shot the sucker down before it got this crazy. <clears throat> it, <clears throat> pardon me, excuse me, my friends. <clears throat> but yeah, okay, we had military assets there could have shot the thing down, boom, right in the beginning of this thing, and it didn't have to get this far. But yet, we didn't hear about it. The American public did not hear about it. Biden and all these dingbats over at the Pentagon kept it quiet. They kept it quiet. And I thought, okay, so here's Saturday, January 28th. Then you go to the 29th, that Sunday. Nothing. Monday the 30th. Nothing. The 31st, that Tuesday, nothing. Then all of a sudden, uh, the Billings Gazette blew everything up by reporting this as a UFO, and we found out about the balloon. Now, over Montana and its course going through, oh, I don't know, say the Dakotas, uh, I'm like, where the heck was NORAD? I'm serious, where was NORAD? We could have had assets. Military assets, interceptors, shoot the sucker down, boom. Well, we didn't want it to fall into a, uh, all that debris falling into civilian targets. It's like, lame, lame. If you didn't want to do that, you should have shot it down over the Aleutians. But now we have <clears throat> All this going on, here's the balloon just kind of doom, 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 just floating over the U.S. airspace. And eventually it gets to the Atlantic and, you know, now we finally shoot it down over South, the, off the coast of South Carolina. That thing had all the time in the world to be shot down. And it could have been shot down in all kinds of places. So this excuse to say that, oh, they didn't want it to uh, hurt civilians with the de falling debris, mm-mm, not buying it. Considering that, why on earth did they withhold the information for days? Then I thought, aha, here we go. Anthony Blinken and his trip, it's the optics. They didn't want this they didn't want this exposure of the balloon happening at a time when, oh, we're going to try to reach out to China and pretty much bend over and grab the ankles for them on demand. So yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is pretty that's pretty messed up, putting national security at risk. Just because you didn't want to make the Chinese mad? Oh, please. 
the balloon, one little balloon or two, I don't know. There were conflicting reports, but the fact that you let a spy balloon from our greatest enemy just float around all through American airspace, all the way across the country from Alaska all the way to the Carolina coast, says to China and the fact that they didn't that y'all didn't do anything until it got over the Atlantic, China now knows that they own us. They own the administration, the Biden regime, whatever you want to call it. They own us. They pretty much slapped us in, slapped us in the face, punched us in the punched us in the nose and kicked us right in the gut. Because China now knows that they can do whatever they want to us, to the United States, whenever they want, however they want. Oh, baby, this is a mess. And yeah, courtesy of one Joe Biden and his messed up administration and his woke generals, his Joint Chiefs of Staff chairman and his defense secretary, yeah, we got problems. We got real problems. And to pretty much put a uh, exclamation point on this, on the Sunday shows, Senator Tom Cotton, who I am not a fan of, but I will give credit where credit is due. He hit this on the nose. He hit it on the nose big time, uh, talking with uh, Shannon Bream, the host of Fox News Sunday. And I'll just let him explain it for himself has become a trial balloon, testing President Biden's strength and resolve, and unfortunately, the President failed that test, uh, and that's dangerous for the American people. Uh, the President was paralyzed for an entire week by a balloon. Um, we should have shot this balloon down over the Aleutian Islands. We should never have allowed it to transit the entire continental United States. And I think there's a lot of open questions that the administration needs to answer to Congress on behalf of the American people about why they didn't. I think part of it is the president's reluctance to take any action that would be viewed as provocative or confrontational towards the Chinese communists. I would say what's provocative and confrontational is sending a spy balloon all across America. But second, I do believe the administration wanted to salvage the Secretary of State's trip on Friday night, and they got through Thursday afternoon. Thankfully, civilians in Montana and the Billings Gazette identified this balloon and blew the whistle on it, and finally the administration fessed up to the American people. It took another 12 hours before the Secretary of State canceled what was already an ill-advised trip. So I think there's a lot of answers for the administration to provide the American people. Oh yeah, folks, you better believe there's plenty of questions that need to be answered. Now, of course, uh, they're in the recovery operations of uh trying to pick up whatever debris they can from all the equipment that was on that balloon uh, for analysis and so forth. The Gang of Eight uh, in the Senate should be having a, a briefing uh, to them sometime a little bit later this week, but oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, uh, certainly one of the questions, why did it take you, why did it take four days? Before, I mean, and, and it wasn't even 
uh, our own government, it was a newspaper in eastern Montana that blew the whistle on this. I'm like, my goodness, what did you hope to gain by hiding this key piece of information about a spy balloon over our airspace, our sovereign airspace, and you didn't say nothing because you wanted to save this dingy meeting between Blinken and Xi? That, oh, everything's fine, China's our buddy? Uh, no. Absolutely, positively not. Oh my gosh, people. I mean, this is going to be another one of those to be continued type of things, but boy, uh, if, the if the congressional inquiries aren't starting today, then it's like y'all are way behind, especially in the House. Come on, guys. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous when our greatest enemy has all kinds of now, who knows what they got? Who knows? I mean, they were flying pretty close to some of those ICBM missile silos in the Dakotas, in Montana, uh, NORAD in Wyoming. Oh my gosh, come on, folks. Get real here. This is, I mean, to allow this for as long as it did? I mean, this is an, I believe, an, an impeachable offense. You're, you're supposed to protect the United States. That is in, they, that's what you swear you put your hand on your Bible to do, to protect the, to defend and protect the United States, its constitution, and so on and so forth. And you wait forever in a dog's age because of Blinken going on a trip that he never should be taking in the first place, just days before the State of the Union? <coughs> well, kind of flipping this a little bit. <coughs> Pardon me, folks. But what would happen, do you think, if we, the United States, sent a spy balloon over across communist mainland China? Hmm? Anybody ever think of that in reverse? You know, if you reverse everything? Yeah, they would have shot it down. Boom. And they would be griping and moaning and complaining on the world stage, just like they are now. Well, you shouldn't have shot down our balloon. Well, you didn't have any business sending it here, uh, President Xi, so pretty much stuff a sock in it. This is nuts. I mean, yeah, and oh my gosh. I don't even want to stay on that for too long, but there's something else that just really bugs me. And I think this goes sort of hand in hand with the whole spy balloon thing, because China pretty much is like, hey, we're the big dogs on the block. So yeah, story from, uh, let's see, there we go. Ah, uh, yes, uh, from Just the News, Com. Another great story. Headline, U.S. tech giants funding China's race to supremacy in AI, the battlefield of the future. U.S. tech, now go through that. U.S. tech giants funding China's race to supremacy in artificial intelligence. Now the subheadline of the story says a lot to me. 
Transactions involving U.S. investors totals $40.2 billion invested into 251 Chinese AI companies, accounting for 37% of the $10 billion raised by all Chinese AI companies, according to a new report from Georgetown University Center for Security and Emerging Technology. Hello? Does that not make you a little bit uh, nervous, scared, completely ready to pull your hair out? That we have <laughs> United American tech companies financing China, China, in supremacy for artificial intelligence? Yikes! Oh my gosh, this is just crazy. Uh, just reading just the first couple of paragraphs of the story. A recently leaked memo from General Mike Minahan, head of the U.S. Air Mobility Command, suggested that within the next two years, the U.S. would be at war with China over Taiwan. Oops. Yeah, and we're all worried about the freaking Ukraine. Zelensky, the little... The obnoxious little dwarf apparently is now getting rid of his defense minister? Yeesh. And we're still writing pretty much blank checks to these people? Uh, no. And we're completely ignoring Taiwan, which is an actual target, a uh, uh, something that is in the vital interest of the United States, considering it is uh, the computer chip manufacturing capital of the Pacific Rim. Okay, so yeah, we're more worried about the Ukraine, and yet China is just doing whatever the heck it wants in with impunity. So no, that right there tells me Everything I need to know about, well, most everything, but what's wrong, what's severely wrong with our relationships with China. Why are American tech companies funding China's supremacy in AI? Why don't we take care of it ourselves? Why do we have to send money overseas? We've got We've got Silicon Valley, but apparently the Silicon Valley oligarchs seem to think that, well, China, their buddy, and, you know, we owe them a lot. I mean, the Chinese are freaking everywhere. In American industry, American government, American academia, in the media, they're everywhere, even in Hollywood. So, uh, yeah, I'm, and the, oh yeah, professional sports... Let's not forget uh, LeBron James, uh, the king of woke, who won't say anything bad ever about the communist Chinese because he wants to sell shoes over there in Hong Kong and Shanghai and Beijing. So yeah, I got a real problem with that. I mean, a real problem with that. So yeah, this spy balloon thing is just the latest in a series of China owns us they don't like Americans, especially those of us uh, who tend to be more America first. 
and Trump supporters and so forth. So yeah, believe me, China, China's influence is more pervasive than even I thought. But yeah, but to let you know about it, oh no, we can't do that. You're just, you're just like some, like you're racist or this or that. Usually, the woke left can only go by their usual list of name calling and you know their narratives and so forth so you know just pretty much ignore them or smack them do whatever you want but ah my friends we got a real problem and if congress isn't going to do its job of oversight and then with appropriations and so forth and get to the bottom of this the biden crime family is not it's not just criminal anymore I really don't think it's criminal anymore. And I know I'm probably going to get a whole bunch of grief for it, but I would actually call it treasonous. The treasonous Biden family because they are compromised of the wazoo by the Ukrainians, by the Chinese. Hunter, is, Hunter Biden's the bad man. Uh, James and Joe Biden were beneficiaries of a lot of this. The, the whole stinking family is compromised and they've compromised American national security to do it all because of money the love of money is the taproot of all evil and yes and anything that's going to be done by big tech by uh, the deep state the FBI the DOJ the DOD anybody else who's going to try to throw monkey wrenches into congressional inquiries and so on and so forth. Mm-mm. Get, no, people are ticked off. People are severely ticked off. And now all this spy balloon incident does is really validate the views of a lot of people about Biden, the Biden family, China, and how much they own us. They own us. They own the Bidens. I mean, considering all the money they were getting, Hunter especially being the bad man, yeah, they don't want this stuff found out. They don't want people like Comer and the Oversight Committee to find out what the heck's going on. They don't want that. And they don't want people like Jim Jordan to uh, be at the, as his um, position as chairman of the Judiciary Committee, or also the chairman of the Weaponization of Government Subcommittee. They don't want this stuff known, and they're going to do everything they can through their incestuous relationship with the media and say, hey, no, no, nothing to see here, nothing, nothing, it's just a waste, it's blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, no, don't listen to them. And for God's sakes, if you are listening to them, stop immediately and detox. Because these people will gaslight you with no problem. They have no sense of propriety. Their sense of right and wrong is completely busted. So, no. So, yeah, you, we need to be a little bit more watchful as to who's doing what. Not so much from the outside, but from the inside. Who in our government, who in Congress, who in the Senate 
are going to protect us? Are they going to do their job? Are they going to uphold their oaths? We don't, we'll never know until it actually comes uh, before it gets exposed. That's the only way we're really going to know. Because right now, I mean, even in an ABC poll, very recently, two-thirds of the American people think that Biden is doing uh, a lousy job. Now, this is based on the assumption that he's actually doing things to help America. Now, if you, change, if you turn it around, it's like, what is he doing to ruin the country? Oh, yeah. The, it would be much higher. It would be much higher. Maybe not 100%, but dang, it's going to be awful close. So, my friends, I don't know what to do for you except just tell you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth with a whole lot of help from God. And I will just take my lumps if people don't like what I have to say. But you, my friends, the American people, the patriots, not the, tra not the traitors, the patriots, those who actually care about this country, who love this country, who appreciate our constitutional republic, yeah, I'm here for you, and I will be here for you pretty much until I'm gone from this earth. But until then, it's not going to be easy. The price of our freedom is going to be eternal vigilance, and it's going to take time. It will not be easy. Our enemies are very powerful, well-funded, but they don't have the courage of their own convictions. And that is why we will get this country back on track, painful as it may be. And with that, my friends, I'm going to call it a day. I want to thank you very much for listening. Uh, you can always find our audio podcast. Um, uh, on any podcast platform, really. Um, just look for In Black and Right, Our Flaming Microphone, Subscribe, and everything else. The rest is simple. But before I go, I just... Uh, I don't know if any of you watched the Grammy Awards last night. And if you... And I really hope you didn't because I saw the opening of it. And I thought, oh dear God... I have not seen anything that satanic, that demonic, since Biden's speech in Philadelphia last year on September 1st, right in front of Independence Hall. And of course, by, and, and <laughs> I mean, that was bad enough watching that mess. But who was the sponsor of the Grammy Awards? Pfizer! Pfizer! which made an already bad and really sick and evil thing that much worse. A major award ceremony sponsored by Pfizer. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, that one just really blew my mind. It, it, I mean, it, it really didn't surprise me when I thought about it, but man, right there in prime time, you know, a demonic dance number sponsored by Pfizer. Ugh. Folks, welcome to the wacky world of 2023. That's all I can tell you.
So until tomorrow, friends, thank you again for listening. Have yourself a great day. God bless. And always remember, patriots come in all colors.